Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys. Welcome, Welcome back to, to another episode of Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. <laughs> I just let you take that away. I feel like it wouldn't have been like harmonized if I tried to sing with you. Yeah. Hey guys, um, I'm going to be real with you right now. <laughs> Go, be Cause real. Because I'm never real. <laughs> You're so fake. We don't know what we're going to talk about. I have nothing planned. I was, I was actually desperately looking up Googling funny, to- fun conversation <laughs> topics. <laughs> funny <laughs> topics. And all of them were lame. <laughs> There's so many lame ones. I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> oh, my knee's up. Sorry. Colby just told me to put my knee down. I just get so comfy. You know? I just comfy. I think these pants are kind of funny. They're like the old uh, Lulu Ebb ebb to street or something and they give you a really weird hoo-ha huh isn't that strange i mean i don't know how strange it is when i stand up i look like a naked barbie doll you know it's just like the flat plastic yeah would you prefer it to be more (laughs) bulgy i don't know i don't know it just looks weird to me anyway i'll just cover that up yeah but so what i was saying was i googled topics uh-huh and they all were super lame and i feel like at this point in our relationship with you guys you don't have any expectations when you turn this on <laughs> nah <laughs> nah <sighs> well i have an email to read that's perfect okay read it i'm reading it Wait, i gotta see if she cares if i say her name or not hmm. it's just madison this is from madison yeah uh, it says, hi, ladies. I love you so much and listen on the podcast every week. I'm home with a day off delivering the mail, doing some house cleaning, and thought you know you should know I'm going to have a glass of wine while I'm at it. I thought Perfect. you would appreciate that. LOL, yuck, yuck Wednesday for me. Maybe. Ha, ha, ha. You guys are great. Don't change anything. Thank you. I just watched the Brute Challenge Brooke was in from 2019. I've watched it before, but I did it again because it inspires me. I just realized my leg's up again. Hold on. Just stop getting so comfy. I know. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I've watched it before, but I did it again because it inspires me to get back into the swing of things with exercising exercising, and giving your best health self a shot. I've always been pretty athletic and have enjoyed staying in shape. I've done a lot on my own just by watching videos and also doing insanity often. I feel bored with myself at this point. I feel you. <laughs> I feel bored with myself. My, myself bores me too. <laughs> uh, now I just lost my spot. I feel bored with myself at this point. Uh, uh, oh, I enjoy high endurance training, but also would like to learn more about weightlifting and squats. I've always wanted to try CrossFit, but haven't yet. It's intimidating at times because I've never done it and I'm not in great shape. Why do we sometimes feel we need to be in shape to join a gym? There's a private crossfit gym down the road from me that i may look into the trainer was an american ninja warrior i guess i wish i lived i lived in utah or montana to be with you guys or dlb i don't know i'm at a standstill with myself and i'm reaching out for some help why is it that i feel like 
I'm too late or something to start the CrossFit journey. I'm 29, but I think oh, I, know, I know I was like, what? Baby. Um, I'm 29, but I think it'd be awesome to compete in some type of competition for fitness. Anyways, I have ADD and bounce around in my conversation. LOL. Again, thank you so much for everything. I wish you guys peace and healthy, happy days in this crazy world. Take care, Madison. Well, thank you for writing in Madison. First, I will address the part where you said, you uh, for us not to change a thing um <laughs> i want you to remember that if there's ever a point where you listen and you're like oh man you guys gotta change some things <laughs> um i would say that no matter what we're doing for fitness even when you're you're thinking about like if you're you know looking at me or another competitor in any sort of sport or maybe not even competitor, but someone who's, you know, really fit and athletic and they have a YouTube channel or social media or whatever, even when they look like they're just enjoying the hell out of every single moment, they too get bored of what they're doing and they're, you know, wanting to like spice it up or try something new. Um, I think that one, you're not too young or sorry, you're not too old to start your CrossFit journey. And I highly recommend just going like, even if you call, you know, even if there's multiple gyms around your area, you can try each of them out and kind of see, gauge the experience there and see if there's one where you might fit a little bit better than another one. Um, and go and do a class, contact them, sign up to do a drop-in class. They'll know that, you know, talk to them so they know what your background is, uh, what you have never done. Um, they'll, be, can, they'll be more prepared for the class that they choose for you to come and try. Um, someone will probably be there in addition to, like, that's how we do it here. Like, sometimes you'll have, like, a, a coach in addition to who's coaching the class so they can be with you throughout the class if they're not going to, if you're not going to do like an on-ramp or you're not going to do like a full-on brand new intro class. Um, that way, one, you will have already started. So even if you take a class somewhere and you end up not really enjoying that gym and you want to try some other ones, at that point, like just going and showing up for one class, you have started your CrossFit journey. Even if it feels like you haven't because you only did one class. You have, and that's where a lot of people, you wait, you know, it's like, I've heard so many times people that, you know, over the years, uh, they want to try it, but they want to, it's almost as if they're trying to get in shape before they yeah. go. And the purpose of it is to get you in shape. Like that's what it's for. And everyone shows up when they're new at a different level. And even if people aren't new and they've been going there for years, everyone's at different levels. Some of them are at different levels just because some people have um, made the decision to make it more of a, maybe they want to compete or they want it to be more than just a fitness routine, you know, more than just what they do to stay in shape and stay healthy. Some people are there because they play specific sports and they're using it. They're a lot more serious about their training because it's aiding them in getting better in their sport. Um, some people are there just because that's what keeps them moving. So I've, we've had athletes. I had one at a gym when I was coaching and she came to CrossFit because her husband was a paraplegic. And he was a lot bigger than her. She was a very small woman. And she she used, she used loved it. It was like a, a release for her. And it was where she could go. And she you know, she's getting time away from stress at home, stress at work. And she would just train. But she was also using it to keep her body strong so she can move him around. You know, so everyone's using it for different reasons um, in terms of why they're training. And that's what that should be motivate you like it doesn't matter where you're where you where you feel like you're at in your fitness level everybody's different and you just have to go 
just that first time, kind of like break the seal. And then once you do that, you get one class over, it's like, huh, yeah, I'll come back. And you go back again. And then you go back again. And the next thing you know, you're Gina. You're there every day. <laughs> I know. I was going to say case in point. I mean, you have Brooke who's gone to the CrossFit games and I work out with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, talk about very different levels. <laughs> very, very different sides of the spectrum. But, uh, I mean, you're just trying to get a workout in. Yeah, and we're a great example of everything is infinitely scalable. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll do, we'll train together. We'll have the same workout written up. And there, it's, if you make substitutions, like certain movements or skills that maybe you can't do, or maybe you can do them, but like, there's no reason for you to do them because the risk isn't worth the reward. And I say skills because in CrossFit, there are things that you can train to get better at that you don't necessarily need to do to be healthy and fit and strong, you know, but we do them because maybe, maybe you have to compete and that's something that they ask for muscle ups, handstand pushups, handstand walking, pistols. Um, some of these things that not, not just the everyday person needs, needs to be doing. However, everyone is entitled and deserves to learn those skills, get stronger at them and perfect them if that's what they want because they're interested in the more more gymnastic skills. They're interested in Olympic lifting beyond, you know, the amount you'll do in class and they really want to do it maybe Olympic lifting meet, you know? And you can do that. And all that's what's so great about a CrossFit gym too. Um obviously it depends on the gym. Um because I haven't been to every single one out there. Programming is different at every single one. But you kind of, you can get an intro into a lot of those different outlets within like CrossFit fitness. Um, and sometimes people, people develop either the urge or desire or just interest in something more than others. And a lot of people end up doing powerlifting meets and they really love powerlifting or getting into Oli lifting and doing Olympic lifting meets. Um, so it's very cool. It's uh, you'll be able to try so many things and you can, you can choose, you know, choose your own adventure. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> hey, choose your own adventure. Hey, welcome to CrossFit <laughs> between the reps uh, where you choose your own adventure. <laughs> Enter your own I'm just trying to think of like what my adventure would look like. <laughs> Preparing you like, you know, cardio, um, some, you know, butt stuff, squats, and then probably curls for drinking. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, well, I always think about, I don't know, just being, uh, I'll be 51 soon. And very soon. And I, and I live, I mean, I live with my daughter, but she doesn't do anything. So it's not like she helps out, but, um, I think about things like I live by myself. Like, uh, am I going to be able to get all the groceries out of the car and into the house in one trip in one trip? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, or there's, there's always things around my house that I end up having to do or move. And I think, oh my gosh, if I didn't work out, I probably wouldn't be able to do any of it. Yeah. So that's really what my journey is. Just being Self-sufficient. Able- <laughs> yeah, I want to be self-sufficient. Physically. Physically capable. I sound like I think I'm like an 80-year-old woman. But I know, you're like, <laughs> I want to get I the wonder, groceries like, out of my car. You know where I thought I'm you were going about, with like, that? I'm just talking about like in the future. You know where I thought you were going with where? that? <laughs> I thought you were be- about to be a total six and be like, you know, I live by myself. Like, what if someone, there was an intruder that came into my house and I had to, like, fight this person <laughs> off. Dude, but I instead, would lose. But instead it was, you know, I just wonder, like, <laughs> can I can I carry all my groceries in? <laughs> I'm practical. That's all. Yes. I'm, I'm just being practical. Yeah. Yeah, for instance, um, I mean, I loved competing. 
And from my cervical fusion and things that happened that was like completely out of my control, that really, you know, changed things for me. And something like so many, you know, I, I was training to come back. I trained, I competed at regionals in 2018. After regionals, my shoulders were so fucked up um, from training for the handstand walk over the obstacle event. It was just, it was not the good. And then there was all, you know, we've talked about this before, but then there was so much confusion with the CrossFit competition season. And I kind of had decided like, I really don't want to keep pushing my body and training, you know, trying to like gain some traction back for like make the unknown of, is there going to be a season? Is there not? Um, because for me, I want to be able to be, have a healthy body so I can continue to train, but I can continue to do new things and try new sports and try new things. And, and now I made that decision. And for instance, I've been working with my dad and my, my brother and my sisters, but we've been building our ranch, our ranch in uh, Southern Utah. And we've done nearly the whole house, literally all the framing, everything. We obviously, I, uh, we didn't pour the concrete, <laughs> for, but we've done everything. And I was there when I was just barely home and we were doing just barely, just barely. Give me so much shit for that. I can't help it. And I hate that now I always, sometimes when I say that, I feel like I have to correct myself. So I'm like, just, I mean, like, okay, like a little bit ago. <laughs> um, but we were doing the tongue and groove on the ceiling and they had like scaffolding in there. And there's a part of the ceiling where, well, one, it's super high, but then it starts to like pitch back down. But I'm up there and me and my brother... I felt, I was so funny because I just kept being like, dad, hey, do you see me? I'm an acrobat. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I'm totally an acrobat. Because for me, it's like, I wanted to be able to do all that. For one, I don't, my, my dad will do it. And like the last thing we need is for him to fall. And he's not like this decrepit. He's not, he's not frail super old or, or fragile. Frail, but he, you know, sometimes he's clumsy or like, it's like he ends up being in that situation, like worst case scenario. Right. Well, and as we get older, things are more apt to break. Yeah. But <clears throat> that was a prime example of I'm climbing up sta scaffolding. I'm having to help my brother. We're hanging over the edge of it, like very high up in the air. I'm. He has one end of a piece of um, tongue and groove, so a piece of wood that we have to fit into the other one that's already attached. We have to get it all in. You have, you know, you're hanging. All you have is your upper body holding one end in, hitting it to make sure it goes in all the way. And then we have to nail it. So as I'm holding it, Cody's nailing his side. And then I, I'm holding it with one hand. I grab the nail gun from him and I have to you know, hold it and then nail my side, side in. So it's just, if I had no body awareness, if I had no upper body strength, um, core strength, all this stuff, I couldn't have been able to help. Um, and that's where, you know, fitness for me now, it's not trying to compete. It's not breaking my body down because I'm pushing it to its absolute max limits, still trying to find what the limit is because I want to compete. It's I still want to train and I want to lift and I want to do all these things, but I also want to be healthy and fit and I want to, you know, build houses with my dad. I want to try new sports. I want to just be physically capable. Yeah. You know? And to do that, I don't have to, you know, do extreme training. I just, I just got to show up. I just got to be consistent and work out. Great advice. Hopefully somewhere in there you understood what you were saying. <laughs> I was just laughing because I just saw that this uh, this review was uh, on yeah. our podcast. What does it say? 
Oh, wait. <laughs> it's not good. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. First, first of all. <laughs> this awful review. I've read a couple bad ones. Mostly good ones, though. Oh, yeah. Mostly yeah. good. But this, <laughs> this person said, this doesn't even sound like they know there's a mic on. Just a mm-hmm. couple of drunk, well, he said drink. I don't know if it's a he or she. Drink idiots talking to each other and her naked training program is a total scam. What the fuck? <laughs> no, and, and the name is Hillbilly Nightmare. You sound like a nightmare. <laughs> and you can't spell. <laughs> well, it's not a scam. It's not a scam. It's probably a scam for you because it was too hard. <laughs> it's a scam. It's a scam because she called it naked, but she she she's always clothed. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser. I was really hoping for something else. Dude. <sighs> oh, man. We should start. I know we've talked about this, but we should compile mean comments that we've got. Oh. And read them. Yeah. I've always wanted to do this show where I thought it'd be interesting to do this. There's no way you could do this, but I thought it would be fun to find like mean comments that people say to me. And be able to show up at the person's house and like knock on the door <laughs> and then and open like, the door say it to me now. and just like ask them, like, I'm not mad. I just want you, <laughs> like, if they can't remember it, like you have it right there. Just say, just say this to my face. <laughs> like, read it. Say it right to my face. That's well, they it. have that celebrity. Gosh, what is that on? Like where they give celebrities all the bad things people have said like about them and tweets. make them mean tweets. That's yeah. what it is. Mean tweets. Yeah. There's some good ones. God, I used to think that was so funny. It is so funny. <laughs> well, like you said, we like the really creative ones. Yeah. They're it's the like, best ones. When you're just saying the same shit we've heard, like, we, we've heard, it's just like, that's it. What do you think typically is, that's the, all is, got? The, is the worst or, or not the worst? What do you think typically is the biggest theme of people that say negative things about you steroids yeah it's usually about steroids i was just gonna like pull up a video i don't know pull up a video youtube oh pause let's see youtube you usually will get you know some shitty ones and those are always usually the worst People get real brave. Mm-hmm. Says, oh my God. Also spelling error. Robert. Taking. He meant talking. Talking to the guys about how much they ate and then did the emoji with the eye roll and says, every every talking segment could have the last 10 to 20 seconds knocked off. Zero chemistry videos for such a charismatic athlete. <laughs> well, you know, you win some, you lose some. It's like, get rid of Gina. <laughs> This one just says, Jake does not like Kolbs. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh, this one. Why is Jake even in the vlog? He seems like a jerk. He's uh, not a jerk. He's not a jerk, actually. He's just quiet. He just doesn't, you know, not everyone wants to be on camera. All right, guys, I was searching and... um Realize it's going to take me way too long to actually find a bunch of mean comments. Got to sift through com. Got to sift through all the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like the uh, most of the comments. I can tell you something stick about stick out in my mind. So it's usually steroids. Um, and tell our audience, do you do steroids? <gasps> oh, let me give you some some telling characteristics. Okay of someone these are like pretty basic of we'll say a female but this is for men too one lot of acne okay not the best skin pretty bad on on your body too um usually you'll start to get like a i always say like you can see it in a woman's face too and in men but their jaw your bone structure changes. My bone structure is the exact same as it was when I was very small. 
Um, the only thing we are worried about with my face is as I get older, these big cheeks sagging. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's, that's everybody as they get older. Yeah, but like yeah. some people, like I you're do, just, I do have, I got prominent features. Um, what else? Oh, I've, there's been some comments about my hairy arms. Your arms aren't that hairy. They're pretty hairy. Really? Yeah. I never noticed it. Let me show you. Yeah. Okay. I've honestly never noticed your arms being really hairy. Like hairy all the way up. Oh, they're not that hairy. No, but the thing is like they're I do have like everyone else hair on their arms. Um they're very blonde, like white. And the the times when I've seen comments about my hairy arms is usually either photos <laughs> Say it of again like that. hairy arms <laughs> is usually in a video or photos where like I'm the sun's hitting them just right and they're just glistening. glistening. Yeah, glistening. And you know what? Um, just the way I am. <laughs> I've thought about like, do I shave my arms? But you know what sucks about that? They grow back pokey and I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that either. My ex used to shave everything. I think I've talked about it before. And he was like sleeping with a, like just, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Porcupine? Kind of. I was going to say porcupine, but not really. It's more like just sleeping with uh Somebody that has a buzz cut all over their body. Yeah. It's not not fun to cuddle with. Or like when maybe something like a sliver or something, like something's poking you through your pants and you're like, ow, <laughs> so uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just ah. going through my clothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hairy arms. Um, also, oh, uh, usually I've seen some comments about me have me needing to stop having so much plastic surgery done to my face. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, um, I don't really have a response for that. I've never had plastic surgery on my face. I am getting my nose fixed though, but even then, they don't. They aren't breaking my nose bone. They've got to fix my broken cartilage in the tip of my nose because it's really starting to heal weird. Um. I broke my nose. I know we've talked about it, but in case anyone's like, what? Your nose? Your nose is fine. No, I broke my nose in, what was it? 2000 and 14? I think it was 2014. I smashed it with a barbell. Like smashed it. I was at West, uh, CrossFit West. Now it's West Fitness. And I was... It was in the evening. It was probably around like there was the 4.30 class was like a, a massive class. Massive. And at this time too, in the facility, there were, there was CrossFit West. There was also CrossFit Longevity. And it was for uh, like seniors for the most part. They didn't, it wasn't just seniors, but like that was, the, it was like a big, mostly seniors. Yeah. Senior class. Yeah. And Anyways, I was working out by myself and my coach had told me I needed to max out my snatch. And I go in there and I'm, I'm ready, you know, I'm warming up and I got the empty barbell. There's a full on class going on on the other side of the gym, tons of people in there. And I was doing some warm ups and <laughs> I went to do one where the bar was just at my hip position at my hang and I, you know, dipped and I drived and I had high elbows and I pulled. And when I hit, like did the turnover to punch it in my overhead position, I basically, I learned from this. Uh, I pulled on that bar. Like I was way too aggressive. I pulled on it. Like I was literally pulling, you know, 150 pounds off the, off the floor. <laughs> There was no feedback. It was a 35 pound bar. <laughs> there was no extra weight, you know, but I was just hyping myself up um, to, you know, go for this one rep max. And I pulled under the bar and I had a really fast turnover and I had a fantastic bar path, which means the bar stayed very close to my midline. And I pulled my head under the bar before the, before the bar was over my head and I smashed it. I literally pulled both my arms, elbows high and outside, 
bam, up. Sorry, Maggie. <laughs> <She's> all, <laughs> pulled it up as I was pulling my head through. So I, he- I head butted the bar as I also freaking pulled the bar into my face, <laughs> dropped it, whack, dropped the barbell, which you're not allowed to do. That hits the ground. Everyone turns and looks. And I just I dropped it and I covered my face and I went to walk out of the gym. Like, oh, what did I just do? And my hands filled with blood. And I dropped to the ground. And I was like kneeling and there was a puddle, like a big puddle of blood on the ground. And now everyone in the whole gym is like looking at the idiot. <laughs> Me. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God. Um, cleaned it up. I got a ride to the emergency room. My nose was so swollen. I had my, uh, my nose was pierced and I don't know how that piercing didn't get sucked into my nose. Swollen. My eyes were starting to get a little bit dark, but they hadn't really bruised yet and went to the, went to the emergency room, sat forever, got in to see the doctor and he basically said, you know, he checked my bone and it was it seemed fine and he said, you know, all he told me is, there was nothing he could do for it and that it would take like over a year is what he said for the swelling to like completely go down. And at that point I could see if there was anything to be done for it. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. A whole year. I'm like, I literally just smashed my nose and he's like, I can't, it was like, so basically it was like, here, take my money for you to tell me to like go home, (laughs) come back in a year. Yeah. Anyways, fast forward. Um, I was training for mm, 2016. No. I mean, I noticed this before at this point, but basically the leaner that I had, you know, over time, like just leaning out or whatever, I started to notice I had this line on my nose. And anytime my nose would pop. So whether if I was kissing someone, my husband at the time, um, or I rubbed my nose or, you know, wiped it, it would pop because I could feel the cartilage because that's what happened. So my bone didn't break, but it basically broke my cartilage, the end of my nose, like in so half. So like scar tissue or something in there? Well, my, in my nostril on one side, it, I got a cut and they, I just had to keep Neosporin on it. Um, they didn't have to put a stitch in it or anything, but over that year and then moving forward, my nose would always bother me. Like it would hurt like on the inside. And then it always bothered me when it would pop. It's like uncomfortable. I always compared it to like, you know, if I were to, you always pet a dog like with the hair. Oh, you right. Know, like go like the you don't go against way. it. Yeah. Or like if you had a little, your hair on your arms, like, or your legs, like if they were poking, you wouldn't feel good for me to like go like this. Uh, it actually like, feels good. But like on your no, hair. No, I know. Okay. <laughs> and that's what it felt like. It was uncomfortable. Um, Anyways, have a crack in my nose. If I was a little bit lower body fat, you could actually see it. So that bothered me. I had one time I had a woman, she put um, filler, like what you would put, you know, in your cheeks or at the like medical spa. She put that in my nose to fill the crack so it wouldn't be so prominent. But because the shape of my nose she really couldn't do it. She even said, she's like, you just are going to need to get it fixed. Um, when I had my boobs redone by Garth Fisher, he, I asked him about it because I wasn't there for my nose, but I was like, Hey, will you just like, look at this? And he looked at me when I told him like the whole story, he, he couldn't believe that the doctors, when I went to the, to the hospital, that they were like, they just turned me away. He's like, they could have just fixed it. Right. Like it could have been addressed or, you know, figured out what the, what the root cause was. He said, it's such an easy fix. So now I basically, I didn't do anything about it. I've just been like waiting for a good time for me to like, you know, get it fixed. Well, it's, now it's been years later. Now it's years later and I have a bump. It's almost like the way, and they say like, as you get older, you, you heal differently. And I don't, I would think at this point, like it's healed, but because it's cartilage that's broke and I have scar tissue in there. I don't know. It just keeps shifting around, I guess. So on one side of my nose, I have a big bump. And on the other one, it's almost like a slope. All moving in the direction of the bump. So I have a consultation with Garth Fisher. 
Um, I'm going to go and see him again because he's already looked at it. And he said that what he's like, it's super simple. He would um, go in there and cut out scar tissue and put a little, a couple of sutures in the cartilage to just suture it back together. Um, that was also before I started to develop the bump on one side. So I don't know if he needs to do anything else to it or if maybe that's just scar tissue that he's got to, you know, cut yeah. out. But I'm going in to see him on the 26th to have him do a consult and see how to address it. How to fix my nose. But yeah, I had some gnarly bruises under my eyes. Both sides, black eyes. And it wasn't, it was like green, purple. I had m- multiple colors on both sides. And I worked at a, I worked at Verb, I worked at a coffee shop at the time. And I remember. You just like somebody just beat the shit out of you. Yeah, that. But I had people that actually, only in Santa Cruz, thought that it was uh, makeup. That I had like done <laughs> eyeshadow like that under my eyes. And I was like, no. <laughs> you would have been ahead of your time because supposedly that's coming back. Yeah. Yeah, supposedly. The dark circle. Yeah, supposedly under your it's eyes. cool to like make your eyes look like you're tired. <laughs> totally makes sense. Um, why were we talking about my nose? Uh, because oh, we were talking about the um, comments and oh, how yeah. people thought you'd had a, a plastic, plastic surgery to your face to stop doing it. Yep, and they're like, quit with the Botox. And it's like, mm, nah. Usually coming from a dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, don't project your insecurities on me. <laughs> you know? If I w- was doing too much Botox, I couldn't do this in my face. <laughs> <laughs> know what I'm saying? Gotta watch the video for that. <laughs> Yeah, we just filmed uh, with April, me and Gina getting our getting some Botox. We got our Botox done. So we put it on the vlog, and Colby asked, you know, it's like, I basically just told people, like, oh, you're going to see this, you're going to be like, oh, too much Botox, and I said, you know, we don't, uh, we don't care what you think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely don't care. No. And you know what's so wonderful about doing it in small amounts earlier in life is you, depends on, like, how some people have like overactive muscles, like super expressive. Like for like me, me. Oh, excuse me. For me, my left eye, that eyebrow, all those muscles above my eyebrow, very strong. Cause I do a lot of lift one eyebrow. <laughs> I do a lot of lift one eyebrow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Anyway, so the more you are super expressive, the more those muscles, you know, get really developed. And as we get older and our skin gets thinner and it gets more wrinkly and droopier, you just have super prominent lines and deep wrinkles and super developed face muscles. I feel like it's a lot of younger people too that will say things like, I'm all natural. Yeah, because you're young. Yeah. Because you're young. Yeah. And I... Naive. And I think that... uh, and again, if, if you're not into it, don't do it. Yeah, you don't have We're to. We're not trying to talk you into it. Yeah. But also, I have known a lot of people over, I would say, I, so I will say over the last 10 years, because I didn't, I didn't start younger. I wish I did. I started at like 42 or somewhere around there doing it. And there were people around my age, say like late 30s or early 40s, that would say, oh, I'll never do that. I'll never do that. Guess what? They're a lot of people are doing it now. Oh yeah. And, and the problem is, is that if you let it get too far to where you're not comfortable with how your face looks, I mean, we're all, we're all aging. Yeah. There's, there's just things you want to age gracefully, but, uh, there's, you get to a point where there's, you can't do anything about it. Nope. So if you really are committed to not wanting to do it and you can't change your mind later, (laughs) it's going to be too late. I just picture like 
just the idea around it, right? And like why people would be like, why are you doing that? So stupid. Well, mm, you know, we all have like tissue or fat or things in our face that as we get older, it gets smaller. It's just goes. It depletes, right? And all of that extra fluff it's what holds your face in place in certain spots, you know? <laughs> and so you get older and it's place. like, I just picture like, <laughs> you know, your eye, people like some people, it's different for everybody, but like your eyes getting sunken in and everything just starts to fall and droop. And it's like, really? Like in 2021 with everything that, you know, all the things they have out in the world to, as you get older and age, just help you keep a, your face shape as things decide to like di- to disappear. Like you think that I should just have to just let it go. <laughs> you know? I don't have to. And what have we talked about this? We've talked about where it's like, usually it's dudes. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> um, hmm. And the same guys are what they will, they'll see pictures or whatever, whatever of like girls or women that either a, they don't personally know and they're beautiful and they just assume that like they just aged perfectly. Right. <laughs> I know. Like they just yeah. assume they, it's like, my ex used to tell me all the time, don't do that stuff. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And, and would kind of shame me for it. And then he divorced me. And guess what? <laughs> He's with a 32 year old. <laughs> My mom had never done anything to her face. 60 years. And she recently, she had Botox for the very first time. And got a little filler up in her cheeks that kind of lifted. Because, I mean, I have a face like hers. Prominent cheekbones, big cheeks, whatever. Kind of lifted her face a little bit. Her face, her cheeks. And I was thinking to myself, like, oh, I wonder what. Cause my dad knew she was doing it, you know. And I kept thinking, like, I wonder what my dad's going to say. Like, what's he going to say? What's he going to say? Is he going to be like, oh, God. Why'd you do that? Is it going to go away? You know. And she got, she was home. And I remember my parents, they FaceTime us every Saturday. And we asked, we were talking to my parents. They were sitting by the fire and we asked my dad, like, what do you think? And he was like, oh my God, she looks 10 years younger. (laughs) He loved it. I know. You know, and I, cause I was assuming, I assumed that he would like hate it. And no, and he's not, he's not the kind of person that would ever, you know, he would have an opinion on the people that clear, like visibly have gone too, gone They've too gone too far. far. You've gone too far. You've gone too far. But um, also I just like, you know, I assumed based on his age, you know, he's kind of a cowboy. And just the person he is, like he probably would be like, ah, why? Like, why'd you do that? You didn't need to do that. When in reality, well, no he was- needs to do it. In reality, he was like, you do you, boo-boo. And he was like, damn. Oh, man. I want to hit that. I get to go to bed to th- with that every night? Ooh, I get to watch that woman shower? Are you my wife? Oh, my God. Am I cheating on you right now? No, it's so funny. My my dad, what does he call it? <laughs> I can't remember what he calls it. Uh, my mom. Oh, it's like a movie. So <laughs> my, we laugh about it all the time. You guys are like, hey, your relationship with your parents is really weird. Well, I mean, you know, it is a little weird, but. We like it. My mom will like shower and just like a big walk-in shower, like big glass uh, walls. Mm -hmm. And she's always saying like my dad will go and get coffee. Like they'll have coffee in the morning. And then she'll shower and she'll always, she'll be in the shower and he will just come in the bathroom and just sit on the counter and watch her. (laughs) I would not like that. Yeah. I mean, neither would I be like, I would hate that. What? Stop. Stop looking at me. Oh my God. And he just is like, he just, he, you know, just like admiring her. It's like a movie. He just, he enjoys it. And, uh, and that's really cute, but right? I would hate that. Yeah. Hate yeah. it. But no, he just, he loves, he loves his wife and he loves her face. 
<laughs> and he loves that things like Botox and fillers, um, when used by with the right hands, <laughs> you know, can help you, you know, help you feel good. You know, not have my parents were talking about uh, a couple that's they're really, really good friends. And my dad, they're both my parents are in their 60s, early, early 60s. Oh, my dad, 60, yeah, I think early 60s, four, 65. And he's like, talked to me, he's like, he doesn't, he doesn't feel old. And I was like, well, good, you shouldn't. You're not old. And it's like, um, they'll go to dinner or, you know, meet up with their friends and they leave. My parents are like, when did they get so old? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, and we've discussed it. It's like, it's a, it's a mindset, you know, you don't, it is a you don't have to, like, you can, you know, you can decide when you want to like be old, uh, quotations, um, and have more old person tendencies and share them with your friends, you know, versus like just doing them privately, <laughs> you know? Um, but it's a mindset. You don't have to, everyone, it's, I think it's so cool that like, uh, there is the there is the opportunity to age gracefully like to there are things available for men and women um to like help them continue to feel youthful and feel good about themselves and like within reason you know because they're not right. going they're not going too far well you can't be my age trying to look like you're 20 no or even 30 no but maybe 40s well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have, you can't be chasing something that's unattainable because that's when you start looking really crazy. Well, when you do that, you will look very unattainable <laughs> naturally. <laughs> um, but yeah, guess that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. Well, we literally said that we just had to get another one in before Brooke leaves town. <laughs> so I'm sorry, this wasn't as exciting as some of them. Um, but we do have some fun stuff coming up. Yep. And a quick shout out, uh, cause you know, I don't ever do it. Athea skin. If you guys haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, there's also uh, valor. So it's the men's line of skincare. And of course, and swear, we have some new products that we've launched and new products that are coming. Um, support me. And I would you like know? to say I love the Athea, the coconut lip stuff. It's my favorite. Yeah, Gina loves I it. I love it. There's a lip scrub all I use. and a lip moisturizer, like yeah. a deep moisturizer. I always forget to scrub, but I liked it. I like yeah. it when I scrub. Yeah. I like it when I scrub. I like it when I scrub, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for, uh, oh, sorry, were you done? No, I said also and swear. Yeah. Answer.com. Also, Naked Training Program, nakedtraining.app. And you can get the app in the app store now. Um, we have a new app we just launched. It's incredible. And we are getting ready to launch a new program that is programmed. It's written by our very good friend, Daniel Jahangard. And it's a live program. So what's cool about that is doesn't matter when you start, Everyone is on the same day. It's not, it'll be an ongoing live program versus following like an eight week program or the naked training program. When that's an option, that's a program you can sign up for if you want. Um, that is, there's like three years of program in there. And what we're going to do is instead of continuing to do that as an ongoing program, we're going to have that much available program in there. And we're going to start doing our live program. So anyone who really wants to do a strength-focused program will start the Naked Training Program. You can be in there as long, you know, as long as you want. Um, it's very, uh, you know, it's intense. It's a lot. And it works. So no, it's not a scam. It's not a scam. Um, what will the live program will be a slightly lower volume version of that. When I say lower volume, it's 
uh, almost like less things on the to-do list in the day. And you'll see a lot, you'll see a lot of um, like Metcons and traditional CrossFit type workouts in addition to your strength for the day. Um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm very excited about it. Check it out. And for anybody watching this, I'm not digging in my ass. She's a liar. I'm not. <laughs> my- <laughs> Just don't tell me to smell your fingers. <laughs> I was doing it and realizing, oh, I'm being this videoed right like now. I'm, this like this whole time. <laughs> While you're talking, I'm itching. She has a very itchy butthole. Oh, I'm just no, kidding. I do her not. tattoo from oh. her tattoo removal. Yeah. So I talked about it in the last episode. My tattoo today has itched so bad. And what's funny is the last few days, I, uh, I couldn't even squat the other day because I had this big lump in my groin. And like a swollen, like a swollen lymph, lymph, node. lymph node. But in my head, it was before the itching started. And in my head, I, uh, I instantly go to, I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> I was like, do Why are my lymph Google it? I was like, don't Google it. I don't ha- WebMD <laughs> it. <laughs> so I didn't. Um, but I, I couldn't even squat. Like it hurt so bad. And I, 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 I was telling Brooke, I said, I, you know, I, I have cervical cancer or I, I probably have herpes or I probably have. You said something to do with your liver. My liver. <laughs> I probably have liver sclerosis in my liver. <laughs> Something's wrong. Are you still just itching? Yes, dude. It's so bad. It is so bad. So anyway, um, so I Googled it this morning, not the, not the lymph node because I felt it was going down a little bit today. I Googled this morning, why after laser hair removal am I itching? You mean laser so, tattoo removal? Or, uh, yeah, sorry. Laser tattoo removal. Uh, am I itching? And so I read it and it said on there, it said uh, most tattoos, depending on the size and the one on my tram stamps, big. Um, it, when it starts itching, it, it's a good thing because it means that your immune system is healing that area. So I kept thinking, well, maybe that's why my lymph nodes are swollen, which actually doesn't really make sense if you think about it. But we're going to go with that. It's not really fighting anything. Might be fighting the dye that's been released into my into my system. Maybe. Yeah. I'm a doctor. Hello. <laughs> I for I'm sure know. <laughs> if it itches, go ahead and scratch it. <laughs> it actually says not to scratch it, but I can't help it. Yeah, you're digging it. Oh my God. It's so bad. <laughs> Okay. Alright guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. We will oh, remember to uh, uh, yeah. rate review. Subscribe. Five star rating. Five star warning. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.